1: Tuesdays with Kelly. Just to say a little bit going on in my life to make this a little bit more personal. Max is playing football. He's done it for almost two weeks now, has his pads and his helmet. And he, he is so adorable out there. He's having so much more fun than he did with baseball. I'm so happy because football is not cheap, but it's so cute to see the videos Fortunately, practices are closed to parents, but luckily one parent can go, so dad goes with him, and I stay with Michael, because we, probably like most of the country, are having a heat wave. It's definitely cooled down a couple degrees here this week, but oh my gosh, it was, it was bad. Like, out there doing an equipment set in the sun when it's 105, it's like 115, and so, but hey, we got to work. It's that time of year. Work until work is not available, I guess. As you guys know, I do do repair startups. And so some of the things that I've learned from others and just from trial and error, I will say has really helped me to get where I'm at now. Obviously, when you're doing repairs and equipment sets, you want to be as efficient as possible. That means, you know, as we talked about before, don't have a messy truck. Have everything organized where you can see it, you know where it is, easy to get. Cuz otherwise things can get chaotic that way. You know, you're you don't look professional and if you want to get where you are putting equipment sets in for builders, steadily and making good income, even when it's just like one pump for a customer You want to look as professional as possible so they'll use you again, or even just, you know, tell other people to use you. So keep that in mind. So what I would say is first, take your truck somewhere where you can take everything out of it. Take everything out, set it all on the ground and get organized so that means get rid of all the trash receipts water bottles uh any chemical bottles in the back of your truck you know all the garbage all the equipment that you took out of other peoples that you need to throw away you know sometimes we throw away the big stuff but we forget to do like the smaller like the pieces of pipe we don't need or the controller we don't need or the actuator we don't need so just lay it all out. And once you've gotten everything out of your truck, clean it. So vacuum the inside, get rid of the trash, get rid of the stickiness, you know, vacuum, uh, get your armor, armor all wipes and wipe it clean. Make it look as spotless as possible. Make it look like, you know, you, the day you bought it. Cause some of us, you know, like myself, we don't buy brand new vehicles because Hey, it's a work truck, but We still need to take care of it. And then the very back, make sure after you got everything out, rinse it down, wash it, get get all of the residue from any chemicals or from glues or primers or whatever it is, and just clean it. Make it spotless as if it was never a work truck. And obviously, clean the outside. I know time when you're a, a single mom and you own your own company, and your kids are active, yes, cleaning the truck is is usually the hardest task to do especially, but I gotta do it. So go to the car wash, get your truck cleaned. You know, they don't, maybe you do the vacuuming and you just go through the drive-through and get your car washed, make sure it looks good. So if you need to do a second one, do a second one. Once you get that all clean, now it's time to organize. I recommend going to like Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever, even buy them online where you can get the totes, where you can have them stack on each other. So I use the rigid It ended up being the only one I can get every compartment in the same color. You know, I don't want to have five different types of totes. I want them to be able to connect to each other. So it's easier for me to bring them into the yard. So I have one big one that has a a handle. So it's kind of like a cart and I put all of my wire wires in there and make it nice and neat. So it's easy to use. And then I get one for my power tools, one for my batteries, one for my miscellaneous electrical stuff. So like wiring nuts, um, washers, uh, 90 liquid type, 90s, you know, straights, all of that. It's all in these where it has a clear lid and these little compartments so I could see everything I have. That way also, when it's time for me to re-up on those little tiny pieces, I know what I need. And I get like two or three of those. I even have the clear ones with the dividers that are for my, all my gas line. So I've literally put it all in there so that's nice and neat, easy to see. And again, that way when I need to get more, I know what I need instead of just throwing it in a bucket and... Oh, well, let's hope that we have what we need because, well, we're on the job site and we got to make it work. What if you're on a job site that's far away and you can't drive to a Lowe's or a Home Depot or an Ace hardware store? You need to have that there. So once you get everything organized, you know, don't. Another thing I had to do was consolidate my tools. I had a bunch of tools that I wasn't using. And so I have two, um, Toolboxes. I have one that's a backpack where I put the tools that I use on a regular basis, like my um, voltmeter, my amp reader, uh, Phillips, a uh, Phillips screwdriver, a multi-use screwdriver, my channel locks, uh, wire cutters, you know, things I'm going to use a lot, I put in that backpack. So then I just have to grab the backpack, go in and diagnose what I, I'm doing. Then I have another toolbox and that's going to be for other tools that I don't use as often. I do that so that it's organized, easy to get to. When I, the first time I would just went through my whole truck and did this, I got rid of so many tools that I didn't use ever. And that's just space and weight that's taking up in my truck. And I'm very limited in space. Luckily I have a four door truck that could fit my kids. Do I get to keep the kids in my truck very often? No. And that's because of all the crap I had. Now, if I need to drive my kids somewhere or I have a really packed day where I need to leave the babysitters or the school, as soon as I drop them off to go to work and come back and pick them up, you know, at last minute, I don't have time to go home and change vehicles. Now I can because you know, I organize my vehicle so it's easy to take things out and put things in that I'll need for the day. You having everything organized like this is going to help you when you're at the job site. Because, again, you know where it's at. You you know you have it. And it's easy to get to. It's way better than going to the job site and just searching your car for whatever you need. And it's going to take longer, which is going to mean that you're making less money. You know, just because you can't find your tool doesn't mean you could charge a customer extra for the time. So now that you guys are all organized, now you go, you need to get ready for the job. Hopefully, you have either gone to the job already and looked at everything that needs to be looked at in order to do what you are being hired to do, or you've received pictures that give you a clearer view. Maybe there's still going to be a couple questions you'll have that you'll need to prepare for, but at least you have a better idea than nothing. And I recommend putting a plan together so that when you get to that job, you know what you're going to start with and what you're going to end with. That way you just keep going throughout the whole day. You're not going to miss anything. So I will let's say we're going to a job site, it's a new build with brand new equipment, brand new everything, and there's never been a pool there. So now you're gonna show up. There's a manifold with all the plumbing. You to be honest, you're gonna have to figure out what it all is. So that's where you need to go before you're going to do the work, or you need to have you know pictures. I personally, when it's a new build, I want to I want to know what's going on. So I prefer going out one day and making sure all the equipment's there. And then map out what I'm doing. So I will set the equipment where I believe it should go. This is also after I've... I have personally seen where those lines are going. Just because somebody writes on the pipe that this is the spa return and this is the pool return and this is the pool section does not mean that's what it is. Never take that for 100%. What you see with your eyes is what it is. Mistakes happen and it's better to take that extra moment to see where those things are going than to it in wrong and then have to come back and fix it. So you're mapping out what you have, take a notebook. Um, I have a notebook that's specifically for that. And I know where the lines are from what I marked down on that, that piece of paper. And I make a drawing of how I want that equipment to go. That way, when I show up for the next day or the next time you're gonna be there after you've assessed this, the, the job, I know, okay, I need to get my plumbing done first. After I'm done with my plumbing, I do my electrical. After I do my electrical, I do my lights. I do my gas line. There is a sequence that I personally have, and you have to figure out what sequence works best for you, but that's what I do is map it out, see what I need, make a list of what I need from wherever I'm going. Also, don't go to Home Depot or Lowe's or anywhere else the day of the job. Things happen, traffic, kids, um, time, and time is money. If you are doing an equipment set, you know it's going to take you know more than just putting in a pump, but get that all ready so that you can spend that entire day there. The, the longer you are there, the more productive you're going to be. Keep in mind, you got when you first show up, you got to get all your stuff out of your vehicle, put it at the equipment set it out so that you can see where everything is. That could take up to an hour, De- you know, depends on things, but that could take an hour. An hour to set up, an hour to tear down, okay? You got there at eight, you have to leave by five. You don't start till nine because you had to get everything ready. And now you're working. So hopefully you have plan. Me, my first thing would be plumbing. So we're gonna plumb it all together. Once I'm done with the plumbing, I clean up my area. I make sure that I have, usually what I'll do is I'll take like the heater box or the filter box and I'll turn that into my trash. So whatever, if I'm done plumbing the pump, clean up my mess, put it in the trash, and then move on to pump to filter and so on. And after I'm done with each item, I clean up and put it away. This way... I can find what I need when I need it. It's nice and neat and it's easier when I leave. So just keep all those things in mind. You, you want to make the best money possible. So the more organized and the more clean you are, the better. Some other pointers I would give is, you know, you have that all those boxes of those equipment. Use them when you are using your glue and your primer and your paint. That means set them on the ground so that if anything spills, drips, you know, uh, overspray, you are catching it with something. So, yes, pipes that are coming out of the ground sometimes can be challenging. So, what I do is I either will take uh, part bags and I'll make a hole out of it, push it down over the pipe. That way it has a nice firm, well, not firm, but it has a nice, uh, Surrounding, and that way, if my, my paint or my glue drips, it catches it. When I paint it, it makes it so I miss the concrete. And I, if anything is oversprayed, it's on that bag. I also will take rags or paper towels and do the same thing. So, okay, here's another one. When you're putting your pump in, yeah, the, the pipe coming out of the pump to go to the filter. Hey, if it's not a black pump and I'm using black paint, I want to put it on there. Same thing with the glue and the primary. When I'm gluing that pipe, I don't want it to look like crap and glue everywhere or paint everywhere and the, the lid, you know, have to paint on it or, or glue. I actually take my lids off so I don't have that happen. And yes, where I live, we have to paint our pipes. It's code. Um, I know that there's a lot of places that don't and there's a lot of people who believe painting pipes is stupid. But where I'm at, you have to do it. So I do it. Um, now let's say you didn't get to finish for the day. You have to come back. That's fine. You know, come back and just repeat what you did before. Have a plan, know what you need to get done, get there early, you know, get, start where you left off and just keep going. I also recommend bring a lunch with you. Do not leave that job site because you have to eat, bring plenty of water and uh, things. Keep hydrated, because if you leave, that could be another hour off. And we're trying to get this job done as fast as possible, but be efficient and, and do it right. Uh, another thing, if you are planning on doing like a whole equipment set, if you can't spend at least six hours minimum, you you got... you. There's no point in going. So let's say you have an appointment in the morning. It takes three hours. Then you decide to go over to the job that you're working on and you get there at noon. Okay. You don't start till one. Oh, I have to leave at five because I pick up my kids or I have to go home and see the wife. So you have to start cleaning up at four. So that gives you three hours to work on something. And it's not going to look customer, as a lot of people have told me, customers don't like it. Builders don't like it they want to see you there and get it done. You know, they could be understanding as much as possible, but they have a job or they have plans or whatever, like it has to get done. And so let's say that's going to happen, but okay. Let's say you plan to go today. You have an appointment. You have There's nothing you can do about it. But tomorrow you have a bunch of little appointments that you can move to today. It'd be better for you to call the call the customer or builder and be like, Hey, you know, I was going to come today. This is what's going on, but tomorrow I can spend a full day and I will do that instead. They'll appreciate that. I learned that. I was very nervous at first when doing these equipment sets and they, you know, I'm like, I have to show up when I show, I say I will, because I have to see, seem dependable. Well, not seem, but be dependable in their eyes. And I was so nervous. I would just go for a couple hours if that's all I could do because, you know, things happen. And I, it took longer to do the job. So finally, I did what people were telling me that they would appreciate. And I called the builder, let him know exactly here, here's what's going on. Here's the plan to fix it so that we can get it done in a timely manner and be as efficient. And he actually was super nice about it and understanding, you know, just be straightforward. So these are the things that honestly will really help you. And you can implement these same things if you're just installing a pump or if you're just installing a filter or just installing a heater. Like always have your stuff nice and organized and easy to see. Have a plan ready for when you go to the job. That way you can get done as as efficiently as possible. And you have the you could make even better money than you originally planned because it's not going to take you as long. You know, I've gone down switching out a pump to, you know, 45 minutes, but I come with a plan. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. These are the things that I needed and I got in advance and I always make better money. So I hope that was helpful for you. And If you ever have questions or anything, please let us know. We would be more than welcome to help you. Um, Let us know what you want us to talk about too, you know. We we know what we, we know and we know a lot and sometimes it takes you asking us to be able to bring out the other side of us that we do know and sometimes we forget because we're busy with the way things go. So like us, follow us, review us, And if you, like I said, if you have any questions, contact us at talkingpools at gmail.com, or you can contact any of us on our social media. Uh, You can find us on Spotify, Apple, all of those platforms. So thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Have a good night or day. Bye.